guys, welcome to Athena's Night. I'm your host, Pauline, and this podcast centers around the benefits of strength training for women, female health issues, as well as how lifting benefits women's health in general. Throughout the show, I'll be bringing members from the Lady Lifters, the UNCC female weightlifting team slash club, and we'll be talking about their experiences about how weightlifting has benefited them physically, mentally, and emotionally. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 5 of Athena's Might. I'm your host, Pauline Ayera, and this is my lovely guest. Hi, my name is Chelsea. Um, I'm so grateful to be here, but um, yeah, my name is Chelsea, and I met Paulina through Lady Lifters. Um, from there, she mentioned that she had this podcast, and I had some topics I really wanted to discuss, so I'm here now, and we're going to dive in. So. Yes, well... Before we even dive in, we always have to walk in through the puddle, is what I say, dip our toes in. I just want to ask, tell me about yourself. Um, to start off, I would say I'm a very positive person. Okay. Um, I like to look at bad situations and see, like, the bright side in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and have not, like, struggles not drag me down and um, just be the best version of myself I can be. Something I've been, like, preaching to myself every day and I've heard a lot in other podcasts is like being 1% better. Okay. I struggle a lot with being like overwhelmed and like whenever I do feel overwhelmed with like my schoolwork or trying to get a workout in or just time management, mm-hmm. um, I tend to react and like my emotions just want to shut off and I don't really want to like talk to people. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of why I got into working out was because that was like an outlet for me mm-hmm. to like let those emotions out when I do feel overwhelmed. I also have really bad like tendencies of dealing with being overwhelmed. Yeah. So working out is definitely one of the best ways for me to compartmentalize that, for lack of a better word, because at times where I'm overwhelmed with what you said, school, mm-hmm. I just think, okay. I'm not, it's not as if I'm trying to procrastinate or anything, but I just go, okay, I'm worried right now. Am I going to do to just kind of relax for a bit and then go back to it? For me, it's definitely just been going to the gym or just lifting, hitting that weight. Agreed, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to that statement of being 1% better every single day. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And I want to preach this to so many of my peers because really there's no reason to feel overwhelmed. Just do, a, like, you don't have to do the gym in one day and Mm -hmm. get your assignments done in one day and knock this and knock that out, you know? Um, Just going to the gym or just even eating healthy or taking a shower or praying in the morning or saying affirmations or things that you're grateful for are just examples of being 1% better every single day. I like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Where did you find that um, 1% better um, quote? Because I I really like that. Yeah, me too. Um, Honestly, I heard about it in a podcast that I really like. Mm -hmm. It's called For the Healthy Hoes. Oh, super cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Super cool. Check that out on Spotify. But um, then it really struck me when I started seeing it on my TikTok. Oh. Um, Uh I don't really have much social media. TikTok is one that I have because there's just so much on there that you can learn. Mm. But um, I really did learn that through TikTok. Honestly. I, yeah, I for me, like I it's kind of funny because I don't like really uh, I have a very similar standpoint. I try not to have as much social media. So for me, primarily, I just do Instagram because mm-hmm. I also share art and I show like my lifting progress on there. 
But for me, TikTok has always yeah. looked, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. TikToks has always looked like overwhelming. But I do like what you said that there's so much amount of information, just like in YouTube, that you can learn. Mm-hmm. And especially the fitness TikTok has been booming. Right? Holy shit. And like you can see so many like recipes, yeah. and, like, hacks to life. It's not even like, um, I think my side of TikTok is definitely more like beneficial and yeah. like informative than like seeing like people dance or yeah you know, <laughs> or whatever they post on there but what, yeah what, whatever they do be doing and um for me definitely I really want to get more into creating food that I really like agreed yes. yes have you found any recipes that you've just you really fucking like oh I love with? oh my gosh I'm obsessed I eat almost every single day like a protein waffle Protein waffle. Protein oh. waffle with sausage. And the key is putting like avocado. I don't know if you've ever had avocado sweet, like with honey. What is that? No. But or maple syrup, rather. Mm-hmm. I put on my waffles. But um I put waffle and then some avocado and then a sausage patty. And it's like you're getting your proteins, you're getting your carbs, and you're getting wow. your fats. Oh, and you got that from TikTok? Um, I kind of just thought of it myself, but okay. one recipe I did get from TikTok was Chia seeds. I've read into like fiber being really good for you and your digestive and gut health. Yeah, that is true. So um, there's a thing called chia seed pudding, mm-hmm. and I've kind of been on that in my mornings. I've been like getting that's into cool. a routine of eating it. And yeah, it's actually really yummy. So oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I have a one of my best guy friends. He actually wrote like a this is a little kind of off topic, but it'll it'll connect later. He wrote this horror novel about like big pharma or corpos like taking advantage of consumers and they would implant like these little uh what is it i'm not sure how to say it it's like mini science experiments where they kind of altered chemicals in the food that Mm. would make a consumer want to vouch for their specific food but what that actually did is like uh that manipulated the gut biome or like Mm. the gut health and so when you brought that up i just had that flashback and i also realized that a lot of what you eat really affects you it really mentally does. yeah yeah how do you feel like you've been affected by your food because maybe i'm not so sure maybe you haven't always been eating like chia what chia pudding chia pudding chia, chia pudding seeds. from the still how, how did you even like start with that thought process like oh i want to try this i would say that Growing up, I wasn't really the healthiest eater. Mm-hmm. Um, we would eat out a lot. Me, me too, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But now that I'm growing into, like, a young woman, yeah. I'm learning how to cook, and mm-hmm. I'm learning how to, like, provide for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt a huge change within, like, myself. Like, I was feeling more energized and, okay. like, making, like, home-cooked meals rather yes. than, like, buying them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd say it was really just that. Yeah, I love that because uh, I grew up in a culture where cooking is, it's a mainstay. However, a lot of the food we make in Filipino culture is super carb heavy. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of oils, a lot of fatty stuff. Yeah. And it took me a lot to just kind of deviate from that because it's also, I'm very much so, I try to be in tune, for lack of a better word, or be knowledgeable about my culture. And food, like with every culture, is very significant. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be like, I don't want to stop eating my traditional food, but it has to be healthier because I am trying to make a new lifestyle for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you probably had that same feeling that, oh, I know we eat out a lot, but I want to try this recipe because I, I don't know, might 
change and change for the better, which is great. Yeah, and like seeing those changes, I think mm. like what made like challenged me to do even more mm. and like push myself because I was like, wow, like I can feel it, I can yes. see it, and it's yes. like I like it, I like what I'm seeing, I like how I feel. Mm -hmm. and it just made me want to learn more about it. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's how I kind of got into like the chia seed pudding and <laughs> you know all this random little things I'll start cooking in my kitchen. But yeah, I mean it's always nice because it's also a lifestyle change but mm. with food especially did you happen to have like any really specific obstacles that really prevented you or made you feel hesitant in like trying out these recipes or whatnot definitely mm. yeah um currently i'm a sophomore in college okay but my freshman year when i was living on campus all we could really eat was the dining hall food Ooh. and um mm -hmm. That was definitely an obstacle because mm -hmm. the food that institutes provide for like their students yeah. aren't really the healthiest, mm -mm. even though we spend a lot of money for the food yeah. plans that right. we get. Yeah. But yeah, I would say now that I'm going into my, like I am a sophomore and I have my own kitchen, mm -hmm. it's just so nice having it and just having that change from yeah. freshman to sophomore year mm -hmm. definitely helped. I, I like that because... I have, uh, I've just recently moved into a new house and it's brand new, beautiful okay. kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm with my sister and my brother-in-law. I don't got bang like that. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. However, I, I've spent almost every day cooking, just making eggs mm -hmm. and just having rice. And yes. that just feels so much more rewarding than just heating up like yeah. a microwavable thing. And it's not to yeah. just, you know. Obviously, there's different financial circumstances, but when you really try to input just basic knowledge, yeah, it's like those little incremental steps that do add up. Mm -hmm. um, there is a quote, I can't refer who said it to me, but mm -hmm. um, this definitely changed my perspective on food was like, food is fuel. Oh, yes, I've and, heard a lot. Um, yeah. This kind of ties into like our topic today, binge eating, mm -hmm. because I'd have to remind myself like a lot of times I would just like shove food in my mouth and yeah. I couldn't control it. Mm -hmm. Yet now I think like all I really need to eat um, in the morning is just two eggs and like right. maybe some toast and like I'm just fueling my body. Yeah, There's no I need like to that. eat like a Pop-Tart for breakfast. Like that's not Ooh. giving me the nutrition that my body is craving, you know, in for me to like succeed throughout my day, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. And with the topic that we're mentioning about binge eating especially in terms of fitness or health or whatnot how do you feel that people see a lot of people that start out uh see a diet as a means of just the numbers like what do you think yeah. people get wrong about food um i think the one thing people get wrong is that food is not fun okay um i think people think oh a diet they think it's strict and it's mm -hmm. like it's challenging and it's something that they can't right. overcome, you know, right. like a diet to them is, I feel like it has more of like a negative connotation than a positive, mm -hmm. but it kind of takes you within yourself to change your mindset on how you look at a diet. Yes. A diet is not for you to like lose weight mm -hmm. and try and fit into all these like supermodel, like body no. trends yeah, and no. whatnot, mm -hmm. you know, I just say like a diet is more of just like a positive, what's the word? Like change yeah like a positive change mm -hmm. but it really just takes with like yourself to like want to do it you know it does um, yeah i think that's true because when i started out with food and whatnot i i really actually did see it as numbers mm -hmm. because i wanted to go on that diet but then yes. i was like oh, oh hell no this is not it's not sustainable and that was my main goal with food it's like mm -hmm. if i i've been making i just moved into my new house like 
two months ago. I've been making all eggs and rice for almost maybe those consistently two months. Yeah. Maybe very, very often. Not almost every day because eggs run out like quick. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm like, oh. But the fact that I've maintained it for that long is a lot better than just suddenly switching diets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it's awful. I don't know why. And I, well, I feel that people unintentionally place such high expectations on food mm-hmm. that it may, maybe it could lead them to binge eating or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, and it's awful. Um, Sometimes, like, I remember whenever you were saying numbers, mm-hmm. that reminded me of a time, like, my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. um, where I was, like, tracking my calories. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, tracking. I think tracking your, like, macros and, like, your fats and stuff, if you're, like, trying to get to, like, a certain physique, you mm-hmm. know, that is understandable, right? But in my eyes, counting my calories really made it an unhealthy relationship with like working out and dieting. Like it was like almost a little bit obsessive. Yeah, like yeah. The one little bit of cookie I would eat, I would put half, like one fourth, you know, cookie and see, like, yeah, like it was like nasty. I wasn't enjoying it. Like I couldn't just like take a bite of a cookie and just be like, I just had a bite, you know, like it's just mm-hmm. a bite. Yeah, and that's very true. Do you think now that we're kind of seeing numbers or like patterns of negative patterns do you think that let's just say obsessiveness leads to binge eating definitely i think Mm -hmm. that like the obsession of it and not even that it's like it starts with an r the word it's like resisting yourself from it Uh or like restricting restricting yes Mm -hmm. restricting yourself from it Mm -hmm. like i don't know about y'all but like whenever someone tells me no or like i tell myself no I know in my mind it makes me want to do it more. Oh, okay. I don't know if that happens with many people, but I think like restricting myself and being like, no, you can't take a bite of that cookie or you can't yeah. take a cookie. Mm-hmm. It makes my binge feed into that, you know, like me saying no to having Chick-fil-A, Ooh. you know, and then like later that night I'd eat like my whole like refrigerator, Whoa. you know, or that's like a fallback of it. Mm-hmm. Um, restricting myself of not allowing myself to have that fed into the binge of like me wanting more of like me eating more you know what I'm saying yeah yeah dude I I totally get it and I I think I used to kind of binge eat because that is a symptom of like depression because yeah uh I believe it should be I unfortunately don't have like my sore my sizes you know and my sores decided but I've me and a lot of other people that do have depression like my friends or some other like family members we have a tendency to like overeat or binge because we're such like in that sluggish mental state Mm -hmm. which stinks and uh it happened a lot like almost possibly like every day and do you mind me asking asking like when you've binge eight did that happen under really stressful circumstances like with the gym or like with weightlifting or whatnot um I would say it was more of just like I was alone okay and um I for some reason felt like why not you know type of deal like Mm -hmm. it was like why not just go grab a couple more snacks and then I go lay down and then I'd be like "Uh, why not go get some more fruit snacks or Mm -hmm. some another piece of cake why not you know like Mm -hmm. I think that just fed into it I think a thing that has really helped me with my binge eating is just like um, keeping myself busy. Yeah. Especially at night, like doing other forms of, um, I don't know, not therapy, but like stretching or journaling. Yeah. Yeah, Winding down. Winding down. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or just like talking to someone on the phone. Yeah. I love doing that. Yeah. I love doing that. um, I love doing that. And just going to bed. You know, rather than putting a movie on, I found that putting a movie on before I go to bed mm-hmm. kind of feeds into me being like, oh, oh. 
Why not yeah. get, grab a snack, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you're like, oh, I'm going to watch something. I yeah. need something accompanying need me, and it's food. Exactly. Wow. I Exactly. I didn't really think of it that much because, you know, we all instinctively do it. Like, our, our mm-hmm. culture in America says, like, hey, eat food while you're eating something. Yeah. Whether uh, Because back then, I've noticed a pattern that you would eat popcorn at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of families eat dinner in front of a TV. I didn't grow up doing that. Me neither. I hated doing it. I still yeah. hate doing that. Like, if yeah. I want to eat... It's got to be at the table. Yes. Right. Because yes. there's that um, like blurring the boundaries mm-hmm. of what is and where is not. And now you know, yeah. yeah, it could come off. It could come off like you're psychoanalyzing it. But really, your space has such an impact. I agree. Right. And maybe that's why you've tended to binge eat more because you are very cozy. You're not comfy and you're not at, like, at school. Like yeah. you would be less likely to binge eat at school. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. And so I think that's super fascinating. And I really appreciate you telling me about it because it's like I don't binge eat. And so whenever my friends tell me about it, I just I feel bad because I want to say just stop eating. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we all have those moments where you just want to be heard. They give you advice. Yeah, totally. Um, I think that there's like different um, like sectors of binge eating, though. Okay. Um, For me, I think it's more of like a why not kind of like scenario yeah but for my sister that also deals with binge eating even more than oh me. okay she has it due to stress like uh, with her classes and all that mm-hmm. um she finds like resorting back to food uh, gives her a sense of comfort oh so it's comfort yeah it's like thing? a comfort okay. kind of thing or like mm-hmm. a stress honestly like whenever she's stressed out like some people whenever they're stressed out they'll go smoke a cigarette or right some people will I don't know, go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Or she, for instance, um, binge eats. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's just another thing to be aware of is that, like, during, I mean, as college students, we need to learn how to, like, let those feelings of stress out in another way. In a healthier way. In a healthier way. Yeah. Totally. In yeah. a healthier way. Yeah. Have Do you feel that binge eating affected your sense of routine or fitness or your perspective totally. of fitness? So? Oh my gosh! I remember seeing you in the gym yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and we had this conversation. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I want to bring this up. <laughs> yes, we literally had this conversation, and you're like, I haven't seen you in the gym in so long, and I'm like, Yeah, I binged eat like earlier this week, and I have been so ashamed of it. I Aww. feel like I I just don't want to be seen. Like I Aww. had like I would Girl. just be going to not you know like this university gym is very busy and I see so many of my friends and it's just like I didn't even want like people to see me gain maybe two pounds from it you know wow. like it, so you felt like humiliated or ashamed definitely oh my god girl. definitely right when I wake up I'm like wow did I really just do that you know like oh. wow like and I, I feel like it's a bad feeling whenever I wake up that next morning and mm-hmm. I the first feeling I think and the first thing I think about is like shamefulness for myself yeah like, um, I think that waking up and, like, how you manage that first 30 minutes to, or an hour of the span of you waking up really determines that mood for the day. It does. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, like, scrolling where, right oh. when you wake up and you scroll on your phone. I just you did that this pretty morning. girl and that, yeah. this and that, you know. It's like, why do that to yourself? Right. Um. So, yeah, I would f- wake up also and my mood for the day would just be horrible if I binged eat. Yeah. Um, which just isn't healthy. Yeah, I'm sorry because like that's awful. Because like what I said, I do not binge, but I do have a habit of just uh what was it? I look a lot. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna be a minute. I look no, tell me I'm that. a yeah, I'm a looker. I look at men and women at the gym mm-hmm. and I compare. Like I'm constantly yeah. comparing. Yeah. 
but it's like I would compare myself like, damn, this girl looks really good at the gym. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't have been here. Mm. That 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 type of thing. Okay. But for you, like it sounds oh. it sounds like, damn, that's a that's a shitty start of the day, but you're still wanting to talk about it. You're still yeah. wanting to address like this does happen. Yeah. This affects a lot of women because mm-hmm. it's like I also feel that the fitness industry has definitely targeted a lot of vulnerable women with like fad diets. Yeah. Right. And it's something I want to draw to attention. However, even though I'm not super specific, I've seen it way too many times that, mm-hmm. you know, you see on a woman's magazine that, hey, try out this 30 day diet. Yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Even I'm not very uh, diet savvy or still, you know, I, yeah. I still don't have much knowledge, but. A lot of women just are given such unrealistic expectations that it makes me so sad to hear. Like you just wake up and you're like, "Damn, I really binge ate. Like that yeah. ruined my day. Like I would, I, I never want to wish that on you or anybody." Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's just it sucks. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just glad you're still here and you're talking about it. Yeah, but, I mean, this is something that right. I want to take accountability for. I want to take mm-hmm. action. I want to. I told you from the start of this podcast, I want to be the best version of myself I can be. Yes. So just talking about it and opening up about it just makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yes. And I'm I'm so grateful that you wanted to like talk about this on the podcast and chose me to be (laughs) that person. Yeah. I'm grateful that you're wanting to open up and talk about it too. And to tie into the topic earlier about positivity, that wanting to be the 1% better since you struggle with, a lot of these issues waking up in the day and just kind of having to give yourself that little mini like stop and say like okay what are we fucking doing with our body right yeah. now you know um what would be your advice for a lot of women girls our age or maybe girls that are always eating out or something that still go to the gym that are still trying to figure out their diet or whatnot or in binge eating specifically what would your advice be with not letting that overcome them or you however way it works um, I would say by Im- like embedding positive actions throughout your day. Okay. Um, and just doing things that make you feel better. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, like I know one like a lot of times after I binge eat, I like to run. Okay. Um, just because I've I've been an athlete for soccer for a, a very yeah. long time, and running is like a very therapeutic. Yeah. Thing for me. Oof. So um, personally for myself, I like to run. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend, though, like just writing down those emotions and those yes. thoughts. Yes. Um, it just makes you feel better because like in that moment, you can't necessarily do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to happen overnight. Nothing is going to happen in like night to day. You know, mm-hmm. everything takes time. Yeah. And I'm working with my patients. Very good. I'm so I'm proud. I'm not patient. Uh-huh. But um, I would just say writing your emotions down and letting it out, or even if it's just like whatever form of feeling that makes you feel like letting that emotion out, whether it's dancing or singing or mm-hmm. writing or going on a drive, going on a drive or anything, you know, like, right. I don't know. We're just also so young to yes. be bullying ourselves that's true i you know yeah another thing i have next to my bed and like on all my mirrors a picture of myself really as a baby oh yeah and anytime i look at myself and i'm like judging myself and beating myself up uh-huh. i recommend to hang up a picture of your younger version of yourself and say why are you bullying her oh she wouldn't want to be bullied dude i actually like that a um lot. yeah yeah and it just reminds me that like 
you're just there's no reason to be mean to yourself you know like right. you're your number one supporter no one's gonna have your back more than yourself in my opinion you know yeah dude. especially with me so uh, there's just no reason to bully your younger version of yourself and like even like that's you that's yeah that's her that's him like mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. i love that dude thank you because um i i'm in a like a, a group chat for yeah. my Instagram friends and I, mm-hmm. and actually in the Lady Lifters group chat, uh, one I think, I'm not sure. I obviously confidential. I won't address a name because <laughs> she didn't consent to it. But I did have uh, we had somebody in our group chat ask consistency. And while this isn't really in terms of diet or binge eating or dealing with food yeah. issues and whatnot. She asked, how do you guys like consistently go to the gym? And yeah. I remember I told in the group chat, uh, I said something. This is my one of my favorite quotes in terms of both fitness and like just philosophy of just getting better and having a better image of yourself, loving mm-hmm. yourself more. And sometimes you may not love yourself, but just liking yourself, just being comfortable yeah. in your skin is enough, yes. right? And I said, one thing that's always struck with me that I always tell myself whenever I don't want to feel like, going to the gym when I'm in a depressive rut because it happens mm-hmm. whenever I'm really fucking anxious or something totally. I just yeah I just tell myself um show up for yourself and most importantly do it so your future self thanks you yes and I think with eating with binge eating with you saying hey even though if you've binge ate know that it takes time and know that it's a process you know I think that's something your future self could definitely really appreciate too and um, there is some beautiful paper ASMR because Chelsea's <laughs> writing down some cute notes. Oh, that's a really cute planner, by the way. I know the listeners can't see it, but I do like hearing paper on the podcast. So that's pretty cool. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Th- what you just said actually reminded me, though, um, mm-hmm. of a quote I wrote down the week of October uh, 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. I like that. See, we are, like, okay, we're on a roll with these fire-ass quotes. I know, right? like, what what the? Ask? Okay, Aristotle, <laughs> what? Okay. Um, but yeah, this quote just reminded me of like, um, whenever you ask like what to do in that situation mm-hmm. to overcome that feeling of like guilt and like in that moment, like, where you're uncontrollably, like, you can't do anything about it. You know, like, mm-hmm. you're not just going to lose 10 pounds in one day. Right, you know? right, right, right. But you can remind yourself that on that day where you feel super shitty, mm-hmm. that um, you can ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And just by doing that 1% that day, that you can get to the goals that you want to do and mm-hmm. want to achieve, you know? Yeah, I love that so much. Um yeah, I had to pull out my agenda for that. that. You girl pulled out, <laughs> pulled it out. She like, pulled it. No, she out. was like, let me get this shit out. No, I, I really appreciate that of because course. like you're engaged in this conversation and it's a conversation that I've been wanting to have for so long yes. because Yes, it's been months. Yeah, it's been months. And been I'm months. oh ooh, it's been there. We here, we're now. That's we're all here, that matters. Yeah, and that there's here. listeners who possibly have a high chance of having this same exact problem, but yes. not a lot of, they may not have somebody to turn to mm-hmm. or they don't have somebody they could relate to about it. Because I'm going to just be honest with you, Chelsea. Well, my best friend, Catherine, God bless her. When she tells me about her issues with food, I am like, oh, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm stunned because it's such yeah. a big, it's akin to a cultural difference, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I grew up kind of slowly like realizing, hey, food is not that bad. But for her, it took a lot. It's taking a lot longer. Mm-hmm. However, she is getting like 
she's regaining a better sense of self, which is what we want. And so I was, it's just stunning to me that even though you binge ate yesterday and you were feeling ashamed to go, you still came up and was like, hey girl. And I was like, okay girl, I'll see yeah. you at the gym. Yes. I was really proud of you when I saw Thank that. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Because it's like, I don't want anybody to ever feel that way. Yeah. You know, I never yeah. want anybody. I want people to know, but don't ever feel and I'm so Pity. glad I bumped into you because, like, yes. look at where we're at now. Uh, right, right. And then we had a great conversation about mm. our conversation yesterday. Yeah, and, and it's it's going to be shared with the world is the best part. It and is, and I'm so excited to be here because yes. I've never done a podcast before. So. Yes, no, this is, this is a little dip in the water. It and is a big dip in the water. It is a it's big, a dive. It's a dive. It's a dive. And, <laughs> yes, regarding, like, sharing this message to our listeners, I just want to ask, like, what sport – did you need to feel uh, strength to have binge eating to be kind of like put in a corner, not put in a corner, but to feel strong to not let it overcome you? Like, did you have friends that would say, that would encourage you, like that would show you different recipes? Or did you like, if you felt like binge eating, for example, would you want to text a friend or like phone a friend like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this or something, you know? Um, I definitely, didn't want to talk to anybody about it mm-hmm. for a good while just right. because I didn't want to, like, number one, face it. Right. Number two, I just felt so ashamed and right. embarrassed. I didn't want people to even recognize that I binge ate to see and be like, wow. oh, yeah, I can tell she binge eats. Like, she looks a little bit bigger today. Wow. So I would totally bottle bottle it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely talk to my sister about it just okay. because we both have related to it for many years. Um, But I would definitely say... The support that I had was myself. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, for sure. I think that, like, it's just you versus you, you know? Like, yeah. me versus me in that no one can really help you as much as you can help yourself. Um, and it really just takes, like, your mindset within you. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you can prove that you can do it by yourself, it just shows that you're a strong individual, mm-hmm. that you can be independent. And I, I'm so big about independency. I am, too. I love <laughs> it. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you have your own, like, kitchen and you, yeah. you do your own shit, which yeah. is awesome. And when you can prove to yourself that you don't, you can do it on your two feet and that you don't need to be underneath someone's wing, right. it just makes you feel stronger. It proves to you that you can do anything you want to do and set your mind to, you know? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like because Even if it's jumping yeah. out of a plane and going skydiving to not going to my fridge at, in the middle of the night to eating, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, dude, I mean, I love that because I just had this similar conversation about you can do you can do anything um i was talking to my friend he's like living abroad right now and i was just telling him huh super cool thank you he's super cool i love that and i was telling him like you know i'm super overwhelmed because um next semester this is something i have to consider too especially with my lifestyle like wanting to be active a lot wanting to like make my own food next semester i'm hoping to plan to study abroad and so I'm wanting to study abroad in Japan. And I, I was love that. Thank you. And I was thinking, I'm excited. And my little brain, it's a little anxious, you know? It was like going like the bullet points of like, what the fuck are we going to worry about? Uh-huh. And so one of the first things was like, okay, it's like a big time difference. How do you want to go get your sleep in? You know, uh, food. Are you going to go eat out all the time? Yeah. Are you going to learn how to make your own co- home-cooked Japanese food that's like yeah. beneficial to you? And while it did scare me, it made me realize how far your mentality can progress when you really actively put in the work to better yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't start thinking about it till now because I was like, I don't want to eat 
out all the fucking time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I also feel that if you eat out a lot, it's kind of a money pit. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like, I, I could not. Now I'm just like, I want to go home and eat. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the portions are way bigger. They are. Like, food is fuel. You're not, like, you don't need to eat, like, a whole, like, the no. whole thing. You know, no. like, right. you just need to fuel your body and give your body that energy that it needs to do the things throughout your day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I think also like on top of just eating out, it's like you're filling yourself up too much. Mm -hmm. um, and then that makes your like appetite a lot larger. Mm -hmm. So you eat a lot more food. And then yeah. on top of that, it's just like you're just spending a lot of money. So, yeah, it's just two really negative things. And the third one, honestly, is also everything that they put into the food. That is true. Like with you yeah. going to Japan, the first thing that I thought about was like, um, the food is very processed over there. Yeah. I've been to Tokyo and, oh. um, I just remember seeing how much processed food there was in that. Wow. Like, even when I go to the Asian markets in the area, like mm -hmm. I just look at the packaging and I look at the ingredients and I'm like, this is a whole, like this wow. list is very long. Like what even is these big words? Like, what is this? You know? Yeah. So I think it's just also like, um, just awareness awareness of like what you're putting in your body mm -hmm. and that's been something that i've been big on is like i've never been big on it but eating like um free-ranged eggs free-ranged eggs what is that um like they don't do like steroids in it and they don't oh. add like um just like a ton of nonsense that they would put in like regular like eggs regular eggs like they're organic and they're healthier for you uh-huh but um, I can honestly see a huge difference now um, mm -hmm. since I've been eating a lot more organic and clean. Mm -hmm. But it's really just also like what you put into yourself. Like whenever you just eat a lot of unhealthy food that has a lot of like mm -hmm. random ingredients into it. Right. I think it also just like makes you, you kind of like go more into binge eating, you know. Just mm, that is true. That's true. Um, It's just I think like eating healthier foods just kind of puts you on a routine and like yeah it does put you on a routine definitely i think it puts you on a routine um yeah because i i agree with that like when i said like i now make like two eggs a day yeah and i make rice and i still make rice and it's been like my my kick yeah for a couple minutes i'm doing rice yeah eggs and rice and do you mind me asking like were there any specific foods like you would tend to binge or was it just anything like in your fridge in your pantry um, whatever later around i mean honestly if anything it was more of like what i had you know yeah um being a sophomore in college living in an apartment not underneath my parents roof mm -hmm. it was whatever i had but uh -huh. being at home mm -hmm. especially in a middle eastern family yeah um their love language is just feeding and feeding right and say right no because it's so disrespectful and right like same here going home it's like all my aunts and all my family uh, they're like please yeah. eat please eat please Right. So I think at home it was also like I would eat like the leftovers and yeah. I would have so many snacks because my mom would love to buy them for me, you know. Oh. So I think it's just like at home I could eat whatever was like I could yes just, like, same. You know, like at home <laughs> my parents just like they fed, fed, fed me, and I was just like, why not? You know. Yeah. Why not? Like. Yeah. Oh, so that's why you said like that's your attitude came from a like yeah. fuck it we ball. This is a latter lack of a better word. Fuck it we ball fuck attitude. It, we ball, yes. Fuck it we ball. D I man, when you brought up like the family that feeds is a lot that 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 it's put the foreign families. It's the it's the immigrant family. <laughs> it really is. Girl, that put the fear of God in me. It was <laughs> insane because I have so many vivid um flashbacks uh, to when I was starting starting out with weightlifting. It was like. 
the sp- so it was prime COVID era, like 2020, like spring of 2020, yeah, yeah, summer of 2020. That's when my older brother had stopped seeing a personal trainer, and he was really now incentivized to create and like cook his own food that was rich in protein. So he would make his protein rich food, mm-hmm. besides my mom making traditional fucking yeah. loaded platter Filipino yeah. food. And yeah. she would look at him and was like, are you not going to eat my food? And he was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to eat that later. Because, like, it's out of respect to, you know, or he yeah. would say, like, I'm going to take your food for work or whatever. And she's like, why don't you eat it now? And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can see why food can have a tarnished image for a lot of people wanting to better themselves because there's also a lot of cultural influences mm-hmm. that really can bring it down or bring it up for a lot of people. But it's a change that you want, you know. And even though your family members brought you up to the culture, you always have the change to, you know, deviate from it or preserve some parts of it and, like, fuck off with the other ones you didn't like, you know? Yeah. So that's how I feel with food, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if, like, other people feel this way. Right. I'm sure there's some that do. Mm -hmm. But um, that situation with your brother and your mom reminded me of a time when me and my team went to an away game. Okay. And after the game, they were like, let's go get food. Like, Zaxby's or Sonic, guys. Right. I was just like, ah, if anything, probably Zaxby's, you know. Maybe a grilled chicken salad. Yeah, yeah. But even with getting, like, a grilled chicken salad and all the girls on the team getting, like, you know, the regular, like, chicken tenders, fries, or, you know, right. the sandwiches that Zaxby's has. Right. I felt, like, still ashamed getting a salad. Aww. I yeah. don't know oh. if anyone else can relate, but, like, yeah. I felt so, like, I felt like everyone was thinking, like, why is she eating a salad? Yeah, and she just had, like, a three-hour soccer match. Yeah, like, Something like that, right? Salad? You know, right, yeah, right. I still feel, felt really, like, judged, even though no one said anything to me mm-hmm. in that moment, I still felt really judged. Or, like, I went to a Friendsgiving this past week, and I just, oh. like, didn't want to eat too much because I right. just don't want to eat too much, especially on my weekdays. I need to keep my routine right, you know? Mm-hmm. Usually on the weekends, I'll try and, like, treat myself, maybe, like, have a cupcake or maybe right. get a milkshake, you know? Right, yeah. Um, I try and balance it. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. okay to eat unhealthy. You just need to balance it and learn how yeah. to control it. Yeah, and I think... This is something I just thought of while you were talking about Friendsgiving. Our topic of binge eating and food, prime time to discuss as holidays are approaching. Right? Holy I've shit. Been thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. And yeah. speaking of that, do you like since you were kind of moderating yourself in terms of how much you wanted to eat this past Friendsgiving, I know a lot of women would want to eat, you yeah. know, but are afraid of losing that routine. Yeah. How do you happen to have advice for that or kind of like being um, kind to yourself in that process? I mean, I'm going to be really honest and keep it real here. Mm-hmm. The first thing I thought about um, was, why am I blanking? Huh? You're fine. It's okay, girl. Take um, your time. Okay, yeah. The first thing that I thought about was that TikTok that goes, how bad did you want it? Oh. Real bad. <laughs> real bad. Real bad. You uh-huh. know, like it, it's just really like, as again, like, it's just like, this is all you, you know, like mm. wellness and your health in nobody's hands, but your own. I like that, you know, and like, honestly, nothing in life comes easy. And I've had to learn that as I'm like growing up and, you know, into a young woman. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm starting to learn that a lot of things just aren't going to be handed to you. Right. And that like, if you want it, like prove it to yourself, you know, like yeah. challenge yourself, like you can do it, you know, and I love like that I'm super positive because yeah, I, like I love bringing people up and challenging them and being like, you can do it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this is totally off topic, oh, but I topic. love preaching about it. Um, mm-hmm. 
I was like uh, addicted to something for a long time and that oh. was nicotine oh. and it was for like five years. And whenever I quit it, mm-hmm. I just like proved to myself like I can do yes, whatever. Yes, girl, and, congratulations. Like, with this being yes. like my number one like issue, you know, was that, that addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like it made me even stronger in the gym, you know, like I wow. can keep, like I can do another rep. Yeah. Like you can do anything. If you can do that, girl, you can do another rep. You yeah, know, holy like, fucking shit. Exactly. Beat addiction. Exactly. I'm very proud of you. I commend yeah. you. But like that relates back to like like just fitness and like with your own self is that like you just need to push yourself, you know, like challenge right. yourself. Like you can do it. Mm-hmm. The more you prove to yourself that you can do it, the better you're going to get. Yeah. Nothing in life comes easy. So sometimes you gotta be hard on yourself. That is true. Honestly. That is very true. And like that is like that's not the best positive thing to say but like how bad did you want it like i wanted it real bad you know on that friendsgiving like i wanted to stick to my routine real bad like i i had some turkey Mm -hmm. some green beans and i let myself have some oreo balls and you know what i had a great night yeah let's fucking go yeah yeah, dude i i'm so proud of you and like hearing this yes of course and like um because i actually needed this dose of positivity today because like Today, Tuesday for me, Tuesdays and Thursdays in the fall semester, I'm usually busy, like, with class. Me too. Tuesdays and Thursdays, me too. Yeah, it's, it's awful. I'm in the library all day. I'm yes. in the tower all day. And I was, like, with my girlfriend, and I'm just like, man, like, I just want something different. And then I was yeah. like, I get to talk to Chelsea. I get to sit down and just have this conversation <laughs> that's not about yes. something. Y'all should see the smile on my face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're, okay, we're having a ball, but yes. let's, it's so, it feels so good because it's not, like, I'm I'm not dissing my professors or anything, yeah. but it's not sitting through a lecture. It's yeah. having an engaging conversation yeah. about something that impacts you or mm. that really affects you outside the classroom, yeah. you know, or outside your apartment or in your apartment, whatever. And I'm really glad to have sat down with you and for you to like open up like you beat yeah. fucking what nicotine addiction yeah, it was for five years five I would go years for maybe a disposable in one day holy shit i definitely spent over ten thousand dollars on nicotine devices which is just insane yeah that that's insane but, yeah um, yeah it's also like having a good support system i'd say mm-hmm. um to like challenge yourself and do these things right. um i had it's sucks to say because i was really good friends with these people for a long time mm-hmm. but like for me to do and to get somewhere where i wanted to be mm-hmm. um sometimes you have to remove yeah. people in your life that are bringing you down even right. if you don't think that they are right it's important to do that it, right. it benefits you you know yeah. yeah so even with like working out if someone is making you feel less than you are like remove that energy out of your life you do not need it you know yeah you don't need that like they like you are better than that energy that they're trying to project on you you know yeah um so like that goes with the gym like um like i remember you saying you were discouraged because you saw someone mm-hmm. um but it just takes like whatever is within yourself yeah i like um, that to yeah sorry no girl you're you're <laughs> fine it's perfect and when you're I talking know. about removing people i think definitely people have an effect on your diet yes right like you might yes like uh, i have a group of friends here they eat out all the time uh-huh. and it's like dog i don't know i, I love these friends don't get me wrong yeah. they're great but they eat out a lot to like korean barbecue or whatnot mm. and it's like holy shit, like, damn, I did not realize how big of an impact your community has on how much emphasis you want to put on wellness. And when you spoke about removing those people, 
I related to that so well because I think that's something in college that we're all learning regarding both fitness and wellness because they intertwine and your mentality does as well. Uh, something my therapist said to me, and I've seen it everywhere on social media because I do follow like, a lot of mental health, like fitness, dieting, oh, body, yeah, yeah bodybuilding, just anything under the sun mm-hmm. is that you will outgrow people. Yes, and you people will outgrow you. Yeah, and it's like, it's a little sad, but it's for the better, in yes. my opinion, because I've started to, I made up this quote like in the shower one time because mm. uh, my my buddy was going through like girl troubles or whatnot and he yeah. was talking about like you know cutting off people or whatnot and i told him like you have to you have to let the wrong people leave so the right people can come in period yes. yeah and maybe that, that i'm sure that goes with food yeah like you gotta go through the wrong things and then realize yeah this is for the better and branching off with that i think um something i've been preaching to myself mm-hmm. like even if something is going totally left in your life right and it is not going the way that you want it Things are a mystery in disguise. I like that. Oh, big time. I've been preaching to myself whenever something goes wrong or I, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm not going to lie, like, last year, like, um, I didn't wind up rooming with my roommates last year, you know? Right. Um, or for this year, you know? And I was like, dang, like, that really sucks. But, mm-hmm. like, it was a mystery in disguise because, like, I met some, like, my roommates now are just amazing people and they taught me amazing things, That's you know? so sweet. Like, even though it was sad to, like, not room with them like it was like a mystery in disguise to like yeah be with like a new group of people and it like pushed me out there you know and like, yeah they've made me like join clubs and like you know yeah. cause, like yeah i don't know just sometimes things in life are supposed to like everything happens for a reason even mm-hmm. if it's bad mm. yeah like i see it this way maybe like what you said when you beat addiction when you had to cut off those friends or maybe they were around when you yes. were you know in that phase of your mm-hmm. life Maybe that was a message it's like that gave you the strength to move on. Yes. And I think with that, even though we were talking about dieting or binge eating, I do just want to say like I even though I don't really struggle a lot with binge eating, I could I could encounter it in the future. My girlfriend, a lot of my uh, female family members, they have a lot of problems with food. Yeah. And I just want to instill the philosophy you have mm-hmm. that it's within you it is like within you, you forge your own fucking path literally right and it's i really love ending that on ending this interview in a good note and yeah. however before i even interview it to kind of just i guess lighten the load or anything i just wanted to ask you something right off right off the bat and this is going to be something i want to do from now on with my yes. listeners just to spin a spin a 180 uh yeah. last but not least chelsea what do you clean first your desk your room or your car does it have to be those three options? Yes. It does? Yep. Got to be those ah, three. Definitely, I would say my room. Your room. Why? Um, Because in my room is my bed. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is like, it really changes your routine when you make your bed every single morning. Girl, I just made my bed today. <laughs> Good for you. I'm <laughs> so you. proud of you. Thank you. I, oh. But like whenever I make my bed every morning, it makes me feel a little bit more put together and right. accomplished and ready for the day and prepared. Right. For some reason, I don't know why, but it just does. Right. Um. So I would definitely say my room. Mm-hmm. Um. Next, I would say my desk. Your desk. And then my car. Yeah. Because my car is... Girl, we're the same. Yeah, my car's a little to the side. Uh, She's good. Our car's just chilling right there. Yeah, she's good. But yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for letting me interview you. I enjoyed this. This actually really made my day. Yes. Because I'm about to go. uh, I might stop by, like, the International Coffee Hour 
And there's going to be, like, cookies and stuff. And there's going to be, like, tea before I work out and whatnot. But, like, this really made my day. I'm so happy that (laughs) I could bring your day up and, you know, bring Mm -hmm. a positive energy and impact on your day. Yes. And to listeners. Don't forget. And to listeners. Thank you to everybody that chose to listen all the way through. And, like, we really appreciate. We really do. We really do. Shout out, y'all. Shout out to y'all. And thank you guys so much. Be on the lookout for the next episode. And I hope you guys have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys.